Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. I feel like it's been some time since we've chatted. Since the last one I recorded was Sunday evening. It's now Tuesday, normal time, middle of the day. I spent the day at the zoo with the fam yesterday. That was pretty awesome. We had a good time. Some friends as well. That was a blast. Um, Just some programming notes before we start. Is free agency's right around the corner, and we're only at Seattle as we count down from 32 to 1. So I may randomly just throw some 15-minute, 20-minute podcasts out there at my leisure of other teams. Um, try to buzz through these. I'm going to be at the Combine. I'm leaving Tuesday, so I'll be traveling all day Tuesday. I'll try to record something Monday and Monday night to you know publish Tuesday. And then maybe for my hotel, I can do even more. Um, I'm hoping to have a draft guest on tomorrow. That is not confirmed, but there's been much talk about it. I can't get him to uh, firm it up yet as we stand here on Tuesday afternoon. So I would expect, you should expect a lot of these team previews for the next week or two. Not to mention when I get to Indy, I'm sure we'll talk a lot of combine. Things I'm hearing down there. um, Some draft stuff for sure. All the above. So lots of good stuff there. Um, today is probably going to be a pretty brief show just because the team that's up is Seattle and Seattle is about middle of the road in terms of cap space right now. Um, maybe a little on the low end, probably isn't any major consequence they're going to cut to make cap space. The one name that's brought up is Jimmy Graham because he's expensive and he's got one year left on his deal. But then there's also talk that you could extend him, you know, so he doesn't become a free agent after this year. Luke Wilson's also a free agent. I don't see a whole lot happening there. I mean, because you could just hang on to Graham. I think you pay him in the $10 million range this year. I don't think that's outlandish for the way he played. You could franchise him. You could see where you're at a year from now. So I don't think there's a lot of big moves coming in Seattle. So... In some ways, like I said, this is going to be somewhat of a short podcast. You know, we're going to talk Seattle here quick, but there's their needs are obvious. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of wiggle room. There's not a lot of, you know, shocking moves in, on the horizon. Um, here's some of their free agents. It's on the offensive side of the ball. Bradley Sowell. Okay, so what? Um, Marcel Reese. He's already gone. I would imagine that he, I don't think they'd bring him back at a high rate. Dante Moore, John Jenkins, you know, Stephen Terrell is a restricted free agent. Um, there isn't much, you know, there, there, there isn't a whole lot to think about on either side of the ball here. You know, Tony McDaniels, defense tackle, he's of interest. Deshaun, Shed, you know, Shed is a restricted guy. So again, I mean, they really, aren't going to lose much. You know, Gary Gilliam's restricted, but I mean, I don't think people are beating down the door for him. <sighs> you know, things are rolling along in Seattle. Is basically, I mean, this is all good news, if you ask me. You know, is 
you know, by their standards, yeah, they may have had somewhat of a down year. They're still, I mean, they're still one of the best teams in the league. They're not losing anything. They're going to bring in a free agent or two without probably losing of any of their own, plus an entire draft class. So I don't think Seattle's going away anytime soon. You know, when, when you look on the offensive side of the ball, well, let's, look at, let's start with defense. Where are the needs? Not many. I think in a really good cornerback class, I think you add a corner to this, you know, to this mix for sure. You know, one with starting potential, an early, an early pick. You know, I mean, Shedge tore his ACL in the playoffs. Um, Jeremy Lane hasn't been extremely reliable. Sherman's getting a little old. You know, I mean, maybe he's not going to be around forever. I mean, so I would have no problem with that late first round pick being a corner. Um, they could also use an outside linebacker, a kind of run-and-hit guy to play with Wagner and Wright. Certainly not a high priority. Uh, if a nice guy's there that's going to help you immediately on special teams, great. Uh, defensive line depth, big guy depth. You know, Jerron Reed is there, and they have some good-looking you know, good -looking players there. But maybe add another. It's never a terrible idea to add another. Uh, it sounds like Terrell's going to be back, even though he's a free agent. So I don't think that's a major issue. Um, Earl Thomas, I don't think Earl Thomas is retiring. I don't think it's time to go crazy and draft his replacement. Uh, if another you know, safety's sitting there, fine. But in reality, I mean, there's not a lot you need on this side of the ball. I mean, finding a corner would be great. It seems like the draft is absolutely the place to do that if you are Seattle this year, especially considering the, the wealth of this class. Defense. I'll beat around the bush here for a minute. But maybe you draft another quarterback. I mean, third rounder or so. Depends how much you like Boykin, which I don't know why you'd like him that much. Um, would you be in the market for Adrian Peterson, Eddie Lacy, Garrett Blunt? You know, one of those big hammer, not Marshawn Lynch, but, you know, Going back to that, Rawls is a little bit hard to count on. Maybe, but at a discount. I mean, I'm not going to spend a ton for that. I really like ProSize, but he's not the pounder. I mean, I think they do very much want a pounder in their offense. Kind of mentioned tight end situation. Jimmy's a free agent a year from now. I don't think they're going to do anything with his contract in the meantime, like we talked about. Luke Wilson's a free agent now. Sure, you can bring him back or whatever. But again, good tight end class. Get younger there. Uh, that might be an area to address for sure, you know, as a second, probably your third need. Uh, I think wide receiver, you just stick with what you got, you know. I mean, I'm not sure where Lockett is right now and his rehab, a, a player you guys know I like a lot. But even without him, I think they're solid enough there that that's not a major need. If they were to get one, maybe get a, a receiver with a little bit of size in the fourth round or so. Again, I mean, these aren't problems. You know, the, the Seattle's in good shape. And again, I was beating around the bush, though. The biggest need for sure with this team is their offensive line. Britt's played pretty well at center. He's an odd center. He's a big, tall, goofy guy, but he's performed pretty well. Um, Afedi, the first-round pick, wasn't great for sure as a rookie, but I think, you know, you got to see what you're at with him. Maybe he even goes to right tackle someday. I'm stretching it. Uh, Glowinski, I think, is okay. 
the tackle position needs a lot of work. I mean, I think if you're going to bring in a free agent from outside the organization, it has to be a tackle, right? I mean, even if it's Ryan Clady or bringing back Okun or trading for Joe Thomas or Jason Peters gets cut, you know, your window's not going to be open forever. Not that, I mean, not that Clady or Okun are close to the players Peter or Thomas are. But I'm just throwing out some veteran names of you know who they are. Could he convince Whitworth to come for a year or two? I mean, that'd be great. And draft one. You know, I mean, I'd mentioned that if their first round picks a corner, I wouldn't bash them for that. As long as their second round picks an offensive lineman, preferably a tackle. You know, I can live with the interior of Seattle's offensive line. I don't love it, that's for sure. But I can live with it. Tackles are a real problem. And I know that they're, quote, high upside players that'll get coached up and they'll get better. And yeah, whatever, but they need to play better football players there. And I think you need to add a veteran to the mix and you say, hey, you're the starting left tackle from day one and we'll we'll play our musical chairs and do our usual nonsense with the other positions and figure it out. But uh, one starting tackle would sure go a long way. I mean, even if it was Wagner from the, the Ravens or somebody that can just come in, plug him in, be a starting tackle, and that's the crux of your free agency um, acquisitions for the year. To me, that would be enough. You know, the way we talk about Seattle, they're, they're not losing much. You know, they're only going to bring in a, a, a draft class of youth. So one acquisition at the tackle position, to me, is a successful offseason for this team, as long as that guy's a plug-and-play starter, veteran guy. And then you have to, of course, address it heavily later on in the draft. I mean, you, know, you got to keep bringing in talent. So that's really going to do it. I mean, short show. Um, if I have free time tonight, I might do the next team on the list just to throw it out there, add it to the mix, give you guys just another extra pod to listen to. I might do that quite a bit this week, you know, as we prepare for the combine. I don't know what, how my schedule is going to be acting while I'm in Indy. I'm going to be all over the place. Um, so I might put a few in the bank. Um, I also wanted to mention the Jaguar Miami situation. It's a little foggy right now. But Julius Thomas is a Dolphin. I'm intrigued by that. I think Adam Gates and Julius Thomas could make beautiful music together. Um, and I'm a big fan of what's going on with that offense in Miami. You guys know that. Um, yes, he was highly, highly disappointing. Um, basically, it was a cap dump to get him to Miami. But still, I kind of like that if I'm a Finn fan. As of right now, Brandon Albert, and this could change when you listen, is still a Dolphin. Doesn't sound like for long. Could end up in Jacksonville. Apparently several teams are interested. I guess they were planning on cutting him and then realized they should be able to get a pick in return. So that's in limbo. Um, He's going to move. I mean, and Tunsil's going to become their left tackle, and that's the right move, and they'll draft guards or sign guards. And the Jags also released Jared Odrick, who they signed a pretty big money. I think he'll be attractive, you know, especially because these guys that get, that get dumped um, don't count against your comp picks, you know, because he's not a true free agent. He's a cut veteran. So three, four teams looking for an end that can bump inside. Rotational guy, though. I mean, he was never worth the money that he, he got to begin with and hasn't lived up to that. Um, but he's a quality defensive lineman still that somebody can use. So that's going to do it. Um, like I said, I wish I could be a little firmer with the schedule the rest of the week, but you'll know more as we go along. Over and out, folks. Talk soon. This was fun.